What's good, y'all? It's your girl, Coley and Tazi. Welcome to The Streets is Talking, Season 2, Episode 8. Anything you say or do will be used against you. We about to go coconut crazy, bitch. Yo, 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 You know the vibes, you know the vibes, you know the vibes, you know the vibes, you know the vibes. We back again with Episode Motherfucking 8. You understand? How's your day going? My day is actually, mm. it's, it's been challenging. It's been challenging? It has. Talk to me about your day. But um, we moved. I would say that. Um, <laughs> Talk to me about your day. <laughs> My day has been filled with ups and downs. By the way, new lighting. New lighting. You know what I'm saying? Streets is talking in the background. You know you know how it is. You know, trying to juggle so many things at once. You know. You know, but still maintaining. We're doing great. I want to just give a special shout out to my brother, Tazi. I just want to, you know, thank him for always, you know, holding holding it down for me, looking out for me, and, you know, always supporting me, uplifting me. I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. So it's like I never really do this. I'm, I'm learning as um, the episodes progress. I'm mm. learning how to be a little bit more emotional or vulnerable, like he would say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yo. I don't know when I said that, yo. <laughs> I don't know when I it's said okay, that. <laughs> so. I appreciate you. I just wanted to just throw that out there because you always give me praises and you always compliment me. Of course, now. So it's just my turn now. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, yo. From the bottom of my heart to all the fans out there, I appreciate it so much. I appreciate you. You feel me? And you know. Uh, so you look great today. Thank you. you look, Smile, of you, course. You look amazing too. It's like um, we love Coley with the braids. Hey, I mean, what, what should I do next? Should I do the weed? Look at her. All right, they, and this is where you got to turn it down a little bit for her. This is where you got to turn it down a little bit for her because it gets. It, you know, I think she goes. She goes. She goes a little bit overboard with this, it's but okay. it's okay. It's alright. Either or, we're gonna start off with the first segment, of course. What's good in the streets? Man, um, yo, uh, yeah, so DMX is really going through a lot. DMX and his family is really going through a lot. Um, uh, he was found unresponsive. Um, allegedly it was a drug overdose. Um, throughout DMX's whole career, he battled with uh, addiction a lot, specifically crack cocaine, um, a lot throughout his, uh, throughout his career and his childhood as well. Uh, Man, he's one of those artists where I really kind of like studied his his craft and his his passion uh, more than anything. And I would say like he's one of those artists where like I would love to mirror him artistically, where he's blissfully he's one of those artists that's just blissfully honest. He doesn't have an agenda. He just comes to report and goes home. You know, he doesn't really have an agenda. He never really was. He doesn't strike me as the kind of man that was like into like accumulating so much wealth. Or something like that, nah. DMX is trying to get by till tomorrow and rap a little bit, go home, shoot some dice, and do the same thing all over again. It's like, I remember at one point in time growing up when I'm slipping, I'm falling came out, man. There was a point in time where the way they speak of Jay-Z right now is the way they spoke of DMX. I agree. DMX lived on top of the universe. I agree. You know, DMX would perform for countries. He Rock was, he shows. Was, he was unstoppable. Unstoppable. You he couldn't stop this guy. Like it was. It was. It was insane. That was his season. 
And it's just so like it's just so unfortunate to really see him go through this. And he's battled with this for all his life throughout his whole career. And he's been unapologetic about, you know, how he's you know, his 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 uh his his state of it, his his sobriety, you know, and um it's just so unfortunate. Uh but a lot of what I see in the media and you know, t- like growing up looking at DMX, he he gave off that hood bad boy image. Oh, okay. And a lot of women were attracted to that whole time. They don't know this was the image of a broken man. I would say that. Um, now nah, we have no, to no, agree no, on no, that. No, 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 we, we 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 won't because why not? You are Tazi and I'm Nicole. Uh huh. Yes. I would say that, um, mm-hmm. like I stated in the episodes previously. Broken people are just people who've had bad experiences. Okay. His past or his um, bad experiences does not define him. DMX, I mm-hmm. respect him so much because he's a survivor. Yeah. You give his situation to someone else, they would have been broke or commit, committed suicide. Yes. What I respect so much about DMX, forget mm-hmm. his you know, his past or yeah. forget anything, is his passion for music. Yeah. He's passionate, and you yeah. can hear it in his music. There's no other rapper who can match him. Yeah, but I'm no, I'm agreeing with you. Okay. What I'm saying is that what we tend to normalize sometimes isn't what's normal. Okay. You know, we didn't know that when he went on these stages and was rocking shows and he would say a scripture from the Bible and start crying, we would think he, this is... His passion, though, is pain. It's actually real pain. He's and, that, this is how he what? deals and, with his and trauma. People that that create the best content or music are broken and hurt people. No, well, I won't say Arti- good content. Ar- ar- artistically, good content Arti- is artistically. Hold on, hold on. Artistically, hold on. Artistically, hold on. Good content is created out of pain, and there's it also is. good content that's created out of happiness and joy. Okay, not only but, pain. but what do people relate to? Because more? most people are in pain. Exactly. Well, what I'm saying is that good content <laughs> is not only created in pain. If the, you weren't the, in pain. But the content that happens to stream the most, mm-hmm. that happens to go viral, mm-hmm. that people relate to, is mm-hmm. painful experiences or music. Uh, I'll bet you differ. The most sold album of all time was Thriller, and that wasn't a painful album. Michael Jackson's a legend. We can't. No, don't you see album. now? You see, you can't move the goalpost when it's convenient <laughs> okay, for you. Okay, okay. So I will say this <laughs> people relate more to pain. Okay. When you want to listen to an album, an R&B album, okay, you want to hear the pain. You want to hear the the heartbreak. You okay. want to hear the sadness. You want to be able to connect to it because it's like, okay, you can relive that moment or you can actually picture yourself being in that moment. Yes. You know, so I just personally feel like pain sells. Heartbreak sells. Keisha Cole was a better artist when she was selling music, when she was, quote unquote, Broken. Yeah, I, look, look. I, that first album she created. Oh my gosh, I still bump that to this. Album. Look, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree that pain sells. I agree yeah. that um, people and people in pain could could could, could can, can market music better, and it's going to hit a, a particular demographic. What about the artists now? The artists now that are trending. Think about it. Mm-hmm. What do they sell? Struggle. Very pain. true. Pain. No, and I'm like I said, I'm not knocking it at all. All I'm saying is, from my standpoint, is that pain sells a lot because most people are in pain. Okay. But if most people were happy, happy music would sell, and happy but, music but, does but sell. Are people happy? Shit, I'm happy. But what about 
the other population of the world. Right? Yeah, there are a lot of people that's happy. But what about the majority? The majority of people are in pain. Just like I could be happy today and in pain tomorrow. I'm going to listen to some painful music. So, mm-hmm. hey, at the end of the day, it's, it's just one of those things where it's like, it's, it's a hit or miss. It really is. It really is. It really is. <laughs> so. So we're going to move on to the next topic. And uh, <laughs> this was funny. <laughs> this actually made my weekend, actually. Um, as y'all know, Paul Pierce does work, well, used to work for ESPN. No more. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Pierce was, you know what I'm saying, he was on Instagram Live with the hoes, man. <laughs> Smoking the blood. Like he was on Instagram Live with the hoes, and he was just like, man, fuck this shit. I'm trying to chill. I'm trying to be on Instagram with the hoes. And he was on the Insta- well, let me not call them hoes. He was on Instagram Live with upscale. Upscale, upscale risque, risque women. You know what I'm saying? Upscale strippers. <laughs> risque women. Living his best life. Hey, isn't that what men like? Don't put don't 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 box I just every wanna man know because it's like if, if that's what men like, I mean we need <sighs> to know. Women, we need to know if that's what you guys like. Excuse the women me, that are wearing over. bikinis, twerking. If that's what you guys like, let us know. <sighs> Here we go. But um I guess you guys will never admit that. But. Um. So it was very, it was very interesting because like people, a lot of people say he was stupid. A lot of people say he wasn't stupid. They were like, he got it. He he good for it. He on the ESPN. All right. So this is my whole thing. My whole thing is like, look, bro. The man looked like he doing well for himself. He looked like he really, he don't really give a fuck. You feel me? And a man who really really gave a fuck. He would they like be, would be sh- would be shaking like I lost my job with ESPN. My man was just like fuck it, he bro. Was he was laughing. He was laughing at it like y'all niggas really think I give a fuck. Honestly, <laughs> and you, I think he, he he went on to do the same thing the following night. Yo, <laughs> I honestly believe that it'll be funny if ESPN gives him a call back and he's back on ESPN. They won't give him a call back. It doesn't align with their brand. Okay, this is why I don't like endorsements. But anyway. <laughs> Um, one of the my like the highlights of my one of the highlights of my whole uh 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 I'll say past week is um United Masters that is a independent streaming company well independent DSP uh they really they they really champion um independent artists like Toby and Gwe and um and if I pronounce his name wrong please forgive me um independent artists mostly and um. The CEO of the company is Steve Stout. Steve Stout used to be in marketing and used to work with a lot of labels execs. And um, they did a deal with Apple. Apple um, put did a round of funding for $50 million into United Masters. I don't know what the money is going to be utilized for, but $50 million can help anybody. Um, I don't care how rich or poor you are. Uh, I distribute all of my musical content, audio content, through United Masters as of now. And um, I just like the fact that it gives the artists the independence. And it was a big, it's a big thing because, you know, where we are, we create content here. And uh, I just like what they stand for in terms of for, like content creators for you to be able to hold on to your intellectual property without having to, you know, approach somebody who wants a piece of your shit so you can get X amount of dollars for this, this and that. It just gives the, the, the content creator, the artist more control over the intellectual property. So um, big ups to, to United Masters for that. And big ups to Steve Stout, because that man been working like crazy. You know what I'm saying? 
He's been working really, really hard. Extremely hard. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yo, so unfortunately, our boy NBA Youngboy's bond was denied. Um, I don't really know too much about the case. I don't really like. I haven't really read too much into the case, you know. But um. He looks like he's in good spirits. I, they had a flick with him, and um, and um, it looked like he was in his pod. You know what I'm saying? Taking taking pictures or whatever. His goons. Hey, he looked like he was healthy. He looked like they putting money on his books. Oh, um, he's putting money on their books. Hey man, you feel me? But uh, I don't know how that case is going. I hope everything plays out in his favor because you know. They love his music is is highly listened to around the world. He speaks to a lot of young kids, and their you know their frustrations and pain. Um, so uh, more more blessings to him and whatever he's going through. I hope he makes it out. Um, and lastly, on what's good in the streets, Kim K. Kim Kardashian is on track to be the next billionaire in the in the card. Is she the first billionaire? Is Kylie Jenner a billionaire yet? I believe so. She's the probably the first. I'll, I'll have to. Ch- I know that her company uh, sold the, the Kylie, Kylie, Kylie Cosmetics. I know they. She did. It, she did over a billion in revenue, but that doesn't make you a billionaire if you do a billion over. I think in she revenue. had. She had Kim beat first. I believe you know. so because she also has other endeavors. Very true. Very true. So, uh, Kylie and Kim are like the most like mm-hmm. successful mm-hmm, out of their own family, like out of their family financially. For sure, for sure. So, um, for sure. But, hey, big ups to her, man. I like, I, I just like the fact that as far as like as a as a brand, as a business, she knows what the fuck she's doing. Y'all can hate on the girl. Y'all can, y'all can say what anybody can, can say, you but can't, you can't, can't knock a hustle. You can't hate on anybody that's making money and making you a can't, way for themselves. You can't knock a hustle. You so. can't knock a hustle, you know. So, I uh I really, I really, I respect it. I respect it. If she's a billionaire, God damn it, give her her billions. Give her her goddamn billions. And we're going to move on to the next segment. Let's get messy. Funny thing about all, every, every topic in this, uh, and let's get messy for, the, for like, for, for this episode, everything is going down in Miami, yo. Everything is going down in Miami. Starting off with 808 Mafia and Lil Uzi. I don't know. What, I don't know what the problem is with these Miami dudes. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's something in the water. But one thing I know about these Miami dudes is, yo, this they want smoke. Like <laughs> them Miami niggas, yo, they, they different. Miami, Memphis, and Bronx, <laughs> they different, yo. They they, they do not is play. Mafia from Miami. I mean, I would believe so. What? It's just Carisha's from Miami. No, nah, I think 808 Mafia from Miami. Oh, okay. Yeah, I believe he's from Miami. You know, them, them, them. Just learn something new. It'll make sense. Though. I believe he's from, yeah. When he's, when he, he gives off ATL vibes. Who, 808 Mafia? Yeah. No, nah, he's from Miami. Um, Yeah, but I don't know what it was about. I know a little bit of our love. I don't really be caring too much. But anyway, uh, I guess Lil Uzi, uh, Man, Cody, what? tell the story. So I don't think I'm informed enough to be speaking on it. I only know a little bit. I, of I'm going to just bit. inform you guys about what I have observed or what I've read. Mm-hmm. So um, it all started with 
Carisha and Uzi being on live and mm-hmm. some statements were made that mm-hmm. were inappropriate and 808 Mafia came on live mm-hmm. and snapped on him. Like, of course, because that's his baby mother. Oh, word. So that's how that started because Carisha was on live with Uzi and Uzi was with JT. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Uzi was a little intoxicated and things got crunchy. Mm-hmm. He was talking crazy. He was talking real crazy and slick out the mouth. To Carisha. Who is... 808 baby mother. Oh, he appreciate that. He of course. If, oh. somebody, if someone disrespects the mother of your child, oh. it's on site. So I just felt like 808 Mafia. I keep on confusing his name. Sorry, 808 Mafia. Snap back at Uzi, okay. and that was that. And the situation was handled, but it all started with the live okay. on Instagram. Okay, okay, okay. But JT did confirm that. Um, it was a misunderstanding mm-hmm. that people only took the snippet yeah, of what yeah, he yeah, said yeah. and they didn't record the whole live. Okay. Which I can believe, like, when people want to get people to click on their shit for clickbait, yeah. they only get the juicy part and leave out the, like, rest of the content. And it goes to, it goes down to the, if I don't have a good story, I'll make one. But I believe that JT is so loyal to um, Carisha, mm-hmm. she would never allow a man to get in between her and her friend. Mm-hmm. So I believe that those rumors were just all mm-hmm. false. Mm-hmm. I don't think that JT would ever let anyone mm-hmm. disrespect her best friend. Mm-hmm. That is her sister. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have respect for someone and you care about them, mm-hmm. it's certain things that you don't allow. Facts. So I believe that that was a misunderstanding mm-hmm. that um, blew out of proportion. Man, look. They, them people get money. All oh, them people get money, man. They need to, they need to focus on their money. That's all I'm saying. I mean, you will never That's know until I'm you saying. get into that position. You know uh, how uh, um, um, eight away feel. You know what I'm saying like ain't nobody going like. <laughs> you're not about to talk crazy to to the mother of my child or to to my woman. Or, or Respectfully. Thing. You know what I'm saying like it's just not about to go down like that. Respectfully, sir. So. I'm going to just have to call you on man time and be like, yo. But you know that. Adjust, um, adjust yourself. It That's is different you when say. you're a socialite. It's like when people feel like you're not saying anything in the public, it's not being addressed. Yeah. You get it? So I just feel like he probably didn't want to go on the internet, but because yeah. he is a socialite, he has to say something because you know how trolls can for be. Show, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. And then furthermore, him and... Oh, well, I think that was appropriate. Him and eight oh eight eight oh eight mafia and Kodak had a little had a little a disagreement, a beef, however you want to call it nowadays. I don't know. Kodak be low key trolling eight oh eight. I believe you know. I believe Kodak be in his moments where he'd be like, "Let me fuck with this nigga real quick," yeah. and he'll get on live, get on live, start. He's singing a song, and I guess I guess it had her name in it. And then they go tell 808, like, yo, this man's singing about your woman. And then go pin the joint. That's not his woman. That's his baby mother. Who? Carisha. Carisha. Um, oh, that's her 808 name? 808 is Carisha's baby daddy. Okay, okay. JT doesn't have children. Wait. I'm co- so who's who's Young Miami? Young Miami is the um, caramel one, and JT is the chocolate one. Who's Carisha? Carisha is Young Miami. That's oh, okay. her government name. Oh, okay. So Young Miami used to be with... Uh, 808. 808. Yes. <laughs> okay. Now, my question now becomes, uh-huh. why was he... So he's no longer with her? 
they are separated because this is video that has been going viral and I love it and I wanted to post it. But I don't like people knowing what I have going on. It was this video of Carisha saying that she don't need a man, that she's in her 20s, it's the best years of her life. Fuck a nigga. Oh, that joint. I see that. You, you seen that, you feel me? Yeah, yeah, What does yeah. that say? It just say, y'all had an argument and she just, she's in her feelings. She's in her uh, feelings because you know what time but a, it is. But a, but a thirsty guy. You know what they, you a, know what they thirsty, say. She say that she say all that shit, and then what's gonna happen? She go right back. No, she okay. gonna say, "Come pick me up." That's what. That's all it is. But it's it's like honestly, I would say that if you go that far to post something, because I've never done that before. I've never um, exposed or actually told people like my relationship status. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that should be private. If you know, you know. If mm. you don't, you don't. Mm-hmm. But she went that far. She might just be single. She's, I'm just, she's probably not. Or she probably messed with another guy. Who knows? I just feel like with a lot of these artists, they sell a dream, but it's like they live a different life in real life because JT and Carisha, yeah. their whole like, I guess thing is like, fuck niggas, get money. Use them and leave them. But if you think about it, these bitches are both in relationships. Mm-hmm. Excuse me for calling them bitches, but they're both in relationships. Yeah. Carisha is with 808 mm-hmm. and JT's with Uzi. And None isn't these- it funny how, isn't they, it they, funny? They get a woman to really say to these niggas, fuck you, if you don't got a bag, give it to me if you don't bounce. But and isn't it funny how they, they are in what? Relationships. All right. Mm, okay. And they're making what? Millions. Mm-hmm. I got to start my own city, girls. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm just saying. Because it's just so crazy how, I mean, I don't never get too caught up into all of that because I do know that it's all about image. Mm-hmm. And they're marketing a brand. Okay. Because, you know, with them, they used to say where the bag at. They, they be scamming and finessing men. But it's like, okay, mm-hmm. JT, you went to jail for fraud. Mm-hmm. If you were really finessing these men, why did you go to jail? Mm-hmm. That's my thing. That's when I knew that, okay, this is all some BS. You know? These women are saying one thing but doing another. Mm. Because they what? They're making a bag. <laughs> they're making a bag. They're businesswomen, so I get it. I get it. And the product is selling. It's selling like crazy. Like, those women, when I first heard them, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, these women are just bold and just crazy. Mm. We love to see it. But I'm like, okay, when I really got to pay attention to their lifestyle, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. you guys are really not living the life you guys are saying. Mm-hmm. You guys are living. It's just sales. Because mm-hmm. when you really think about a lot of these artists that mm-hmm. actually preach, fuck these niggas and this and that and third, mm-hmm. they're happily married or they're in relationships. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's crazy. No, nah, it is. It is. Facts. It's crazy. So, I just hope that, you know, JT and Carisha and Uzi and 808 Mafia solved out their problems because it would just be so unfortunate because this is how friendships break. No, nah, that, that's, that's a fact. That's and that fact. sucks because before the money and before... Uzi or 808 Mafia, there was a JT in Carisha. And it's so painful to lose a friend over something so petty. It's not worth it, you know? Man, what I want to focus on is, why is it a shootout going on? Why is it, sh- is it a shootout going on? Allegedly, and Kodak Black is in the midst of it, you feel me? I thought Kodak, is he still... 
in custody or he's out? He out. That man got a pardon by Donald Trump. First of all, I don't even know how they finessed that. I don't know. You never know. Maybe he was. I don't was, know. Was, like that is <laughs> that's that shit was insane to me. I said, whoever this man lawyer is, whoever his publicist, whoever is whoever to him, like yo, that the real MVP. It, that that they the real MVP. Yeah, they the real MVP. They the real MVP. But like yo, they, they I saw the video go up. This uh like a couple of days ago, shit. You like in situations, shootouts or whatever, like fam. I can't be I don't know, man. Maybe I'm speaking out of inexperience, but like I'm not about to go sit down for X amount of time, years or whatever, and you catch me out here like, you know what I'm saying, on some wild shit. Like, yo. My whole thing is like most shit niggas get into, including myself, whether it's like whatever. Is that that is like tarnishing to your image? It's most of the time is shit you could have controlled. It's shit you could have done to not put yourself in that position. You know what I'm saying? So we're just like, what? Like I'm not about to be in a position of power and gamble with the power that I have. I'm not about to be in a position to put food on people's table and gamble with that decision. Like for example, we take Streets is talking vibe records into consideration, right? Okay. There's a lot of people that come through these doors that, you know, in some way, shape, or form, get money off Vibe Records, right? However small or big that may look to me, that income towards that person is helping them. So what the fuck do I look like fucking, like, doing some wild shit and then close, the, the doors close on this motherfucker and then before you know it, some people, some people don't have employment. Like, that's, that's it's selfish and irresponsible. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people eat off of Kodak. I agree. That worked for him. I agree. So, I don't know what happened, but I just know, look, man, a nigga's supposed to move in a particular way if you have that kind of power. I agree. And I will say, um, mm-hmm. with Kodak, he is, um, I think, was it Drake? Someone spoke of him and said that he's just a young kid that's misunderstood. Very true. I think that Kodak needs a life coach. He needs someone who can guide him and Very can actually true. help him navigate Very true. through life. Because he has a lot of potential. Kodak is extremely He's one of my favorite artists. Me too. <laughs> he's one of my favorite artists. I just like, like, he just keep it, he just keep it real, like. I love it. Broward County. Is he from, he from Broward County, right? He keep it real, real Broward County. He don't switch it up. And, like, for some reason, across the board, when he makes music, from the white kids to the hood they kids, love, they understand they him. They love him. They the, understand the what he's time, trying to communicate. The first time you heard No Flocking, what did you think? I was I was hooked from No Flocking. Did you know somebody who was flocking? <laughs> Stop making stuff about me. <laughs> you was hooked from No Flocking. That's a very interesting mm. No Flocking. When I first heard No Flocking, I'm not even going to tell you the season I was in at that time because I'm always in different seasons in my life. Okay. But no, that was. <laughs> hey, look, man. That was my song. <laughs> it was good memories. It was good memories. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Um, Kobe has different seasons, so. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, and the last topic <laughs> on Let's Get Messy. Yo, I'm reading the DMs back and forth. Like, first of all, like, I don't know, but I'm just not the nigga. To be going back and forth with another man, whether a man or a woman, in DMs, it's so strange to me. Like, 
Fuck you. You texting the man? Fuck you too. I'm just like, yo, when did this start where niggas is having like, even women and women, man, it's like so weird to me. Like we were talking about earlier, when people actually take things to the internet, it's very childish and immature. Fan, I I like anytime she you was know, shit. You know my number, I know your number. What am I going to the internet Fan, for? Fan, it's like, shit, anyway, shit don't even go like that for me when I have issues with people, right? And you, if it you do. Can you imagine the, the embarrassment? You feel me? And in the short span, it's, if it do, for the small group of people that do want to take it to like text messages with me, what do I do? Oh, you funny. Laugh out loud. After writing a long-ass paragraph, oh, you funny. Laugh out loud. Or I'll hit you with the word. Damn, that's how you feel, bro. No, because it's like, that's how you have to respond. What you want me to do? Like, I'm going to sit there and send a long-ass message to you about, fuck you, you a bitch. Nah, bro, that's too much energy. Nah, man. You're not about to get that much out of me. But I say all this to say, Michael Rappaport and Kevin Durant had a back and forth, and it started in the DMs. And I, and it started from uh, Kevin Durant getting interviewed, or I guess he didn't respond well to an interview. And um, Michael Rappaport commented on his interview, and Kevin Durant DM'd him and was just like, you a bitch, or something like that. He just went, like, went all out in the, in the DMs just called him like a bitch. And it was like a Back and forth, and that back and forth was pretty harsh. Kevin, Durant, Kevin Durant was hitting. You feel me? Like he was like, "I'm a spit in your face when I see you. You a bitch. Your pale ass face. That's why your wife don't respect you. That's why your wife left you. He threw a low blow. She, yeah, man. He was throwing low blows. Like, and then like even even Michael Rappaport. It was a kind of it was some things he said in there. I was like, "What you mean, bro? Go take them kid." Go take care of them kids in Brownsville and Brooklyn. What you trying to say? Oh, he don't take care of his kids. No, he said go that's take a, care of them kids in Brownsville and Brooklyn. Why are you sp- that's specific? That's an insult, though. That's if exactly. Want, if you want to insult someone, you talk about them being a father or. Nah, he said Brownsville and Brooklyn. Why? Because it's a lot of black people, black people, black ho- homeless kids and transients in Brownsville and Brooklyn. Why Brownsville and Brooklyn? And that's where people people got offended. Like, what you trying to say, nigga? What are you trying to Ooh. say? You I just thought me? that that's where his baby mothers were with his kids. <laughs> Who knows? It might be. Shit. It might just be. <laughs> but so my whole thing shots. was, look, I, I, I get what I get where KD's coming from. Like, man to man, I get where KD coming from. But my thing is like, and this is just me. I'm just not the nigga to go back and forth with you on it. It, it takes too much time for me. Yeah? Like, and it's like. I like it don't I don't know bro it just don't it do, it don't like we can have a conversation but I'm not about to like take my aggression through text message on you because I personally know it it frustrates me after the first minute it frustrates me if we could we could have a call me we could have a conversation man to man and that's it that's fair and most of the time when that happens I see your point of view you see my point of view you see where you went wrong. I see where you went wrong, and shit. Keep yeah. You know, we could we could we, we could bro. We keep it moving, yo. It's too much money to make out here for us to be like separate. Like it shit don't make no sense, man. But anyway, we move. We do move to the final and last segment. Coley's favorite segment: Small Talk with, with Coley and Tyson. Let me say this message is for you though. Um, you want to read it? 
read it. Alright. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it goes it, it here's how I go, right? Hey girl. Honestly I don't care if I'm anonymous or not. I've been seeing this guy for quite some time. He's married. He left his wife for me and we live together currently and his wife can't handle it and is bringing chaos into our home. What should I do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sis, first and foremost. I, w- I want to hear your advice. <laughs> I want to hear what you have to say, Coley. Anything you do, be prepared for it to come back to you. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's the best thing I can tell you. You know, um, if you're deciding to take someone's husband, not boyfriend, husband, mm. when you get married or you decide to get married, be prepared for that to happen to you. You have to hold yourself accountable. You have to be prepared for that to come back to you. Can I speak in peace, please? Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, no one's perfect. Yeah. And um, no one's a saint. Yeah. I will say, sis, do some um, reevaluating, do some soul searching and ask yourself, why do you want to be with someone that is um, with someone else? Mm-hmm. That's a question you got to ask yourself. Um, I guess my real question is. Of all the men in the world, why do you choose this particular married man? I will say this, right? The second thing I will have to say is, (laughs) hold on. Continue. Land. The second thing I will have to say is that (laughs) you mentioned this married man left his house and you live with him and he's bringing chaos into your home. But nowhere in in the message did you mention that he divorced his wife and married you to live with you. Meaning what? He's still currently married. How did the first of all, right? Baby. My question to her is. Uh, You're a jump off. He's my, just releasing. He's relieving his stress. That's all. You're a jump off. I would say, right. Um, a lot of situations are complicated. Oh. And like I said, so oh, I don't know. What's a lot of situations. I don't know. I don't know tell them the truth. I am. No, no. I'm speaking from a woman's perspective. Mm-hmm. I don't know what season she's in and I don't know. The oh, here we go with has. the seasons and the spirituality. Here we go. Here we go. You spoke. So let me simmer down. Simmer down, sweetheart. Yes, simmer ma'am. Down. Go let ahead. me talk. Mm-hmm. Whatever season she's in or whatever issue she's battling. Mm. In each season in our life, we attract different people. I know. I can attest that. Mm -hmm. So I would say this season in your life, you're probably attracting this married man because you need to love yourself more. That's God's way of indirectly telling you that you need to love yourself more. Oh, man. You don't need to be messing around with the married man. I don't know what situation you are in financially. I don't know what you're going through, but I will say this. Messing with someone that has someone is never a good feeling. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, uh, what I'd like to add on to this is I want you all to pay attention to this shit right here. Because this is very, very telling of women. This is a 
single woman dealing with a married man, and all of a sudden is what season she's in. Um, you uh, don't, the, you don't, you no, don't hold know. Hold on, no, you no, no, simmer I, down, I, sweetheart. Simmer, simmer down. down. I told you to simmer down, down sweetheart. Okay, simmer down. <laughs> all of a sudden is what season she's in. And uh, the zodiac signs and the I didn't, stars. I didn't, I didn't mess, message astrology. I didn't it's, mention it's okay. It that you, you know, you did not, but you get my point. You okay. get my point. I'm not which just is, an LA boy. So much leniency is given to the woman. Okay. Though she's messing with a married man, but let the roles be reversed, and let it be a single man messing with a married woman, or a single man doing anything that seems anything. That is remotely like he is cheating. Okay. And he will be dragged. We have told this woman she's going through seasons in her life. And you I know will, what? She may be going through a season. And you know what? She may be in pain. She may even need uh, uh, to consult with seven different therapists. But my thing is let the energy be consistent when it comes to the men. That's it, all it, I'm saying. It will be. It, no, no, no. It, it should be. It, it must be. be. It will be. No, it's not. It will be. It so, must so, be. So let, so let my sister be free. Nah, we're gonna let only let your sister, sister be, be free. free when the niggas let, is free. Let her be free, and I hope, I hope, wherever you are, whoever you are, mm. that you have the courage. Fuck that! Stop sleeping with married men. You have the courage. Fuck that! Stop you, sleeping with married you men. You have the courage to leave. You know. Stop sleeping with married men. You have the courage. How about to leave. that? That too. Go get your own. Go marry your own man. But okay. what's going on? My no one choose you. They know they choose you. But let me let me say this. Let me say this right. Because it depends on what season you're in. Uh huh. Yeah. Here we go with the season. It, tell it, them it, the it, truth. It, it, no, I am. That's your truth, and let me tell them mine. Mm, okay. That's mm. why you're Tazi and I'm Coley. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go so ahead. So simmer down, sweetheart. I will. Anything for you, baby girl. Thank you. So, baby girl. I would say this, with you messing around with a man that is married, you have some soul searching to do. It's not right, and I'm not going to justify what you're doing because it's wrong, but I will say that you have some soul searching and some reevaluating to do. DM me for therapist. I got him. He will. He's the plug for all of that because it's like it's not normal, you know, when you do those those type, kind of things and you just – Put yourself in those positions. It's a cry for help, in a way. Well, the thing is, his wife hasn't found. Has his wife found out about it? We don't know. But if his wife hasn't found out about it, I know they might kill me for this. But for the men that cheat, you should be you should be upset at the man that cheats, who was very sloppy with the cheating. That's the only thing. You should be upset at the man that cheats, who was sloppy with the cheating. Why? Because for men that cheat, the least you could have done is for her not to know about it. The, that's the least you could have done. But what's well, anyways, <laughs> it still doesn't matter, you know. It's just a mess altogether. Um, you know, a cheater is a cheater, regardless if you hide it or if you don't. <laughs> How do you sleep at night knowing that you're cheating on your significant other? How do you actually look at that person in the eye knowing that you're cheating or knowing that you're having an affair? How does that make you feel as a man? Look, 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 look! Stop, stop, stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Let's focus the camera on me. Stop it! Stop it! Because you How know. How does that make you feel as a man? And, and you know the funny thing about this. The funny thing about this is that 
When men cheat, women want to resort to morality and emasculate the man or whatever, whatever. When women fall short on what they're supposed many, to do in relationship. Do, how many times do women fall short? Every day, as oh, much as please. men. Oh, please. Face the camera back on me. As much as men. Men. Go ahead. Men. The way it's, you point that finger, you look a little angry. Men. Men. The way men have <laughs> broken women from the beginning of time is heartbreaking. You know? Okay. Women, when we love, it's, <laughs> and I, it's, it's just I it's want just everybody, I, I, like, forgive me because, like, I was calling an Uber for somebody. They, like, really in a situation right now. So I was kind of distracted on my phone, but they in the Uber now. So we good. We good. I will say this, that um, men mm-hmm. are always making up excuses. Mm-hmm. Men are always doing fucked up shit mm-hmm. and expect women to come back. Mm. Continue, You're, continue, continue. You know, I mean, that's just my perspective. Continue. Honestly and truthfully speaking, uh-huh. <laughs> that man that is cheating on his wife, mm-hmm. it's like, what is so good about it? What's making you risk your marriage for that woman? <sighs> the man that's cheating on his wife? Yes. Speak for the men. Speak for the dogs. <sighs> What's so good about the woman the woman that he's cheating on with? Yes. You want the truth or do you want the you want the truth of the matter? I want the truth of the matter. Because a man's sexual appetite sexual appetite, a woman cannot meet up with it. Okay. Okay, so that results in... That's one of the reasons. Okay, so another reason. Well, let's explain the first reason. Why do men cheat when they're married or when they're committed? Because most... Well, I'll say a lot of times, um, a man marries a lot to be... I think it's socially acceptable. There's a certain level of people, person that you have access to as a married man. Mm. For example, in corporate America... Especially in sales, they won't take you as seriously after a certain age in sales, in corporate sales, when you're not married. Okay. Because it seemed that you cannot be a 55-year-old player looks messy. What are you doing 55 trying to hook up with girls? A 55-year-old, 60-year-old man should have a, should have a wife. But if you don't, then what? No, for a man. What you about know, a woman? I'm talking about men. Okay. I can, I'm not, we're not talking about women right now. So you ask, why do men cheat in this situation? There are many reasons. One is a man's sexual appetite a a woman cannot meet up with. And the reason why this is important is it's part of a man's nature. It is part of a... Go ahead. What I'm speaking right now, so I'm not done yet. It's in a man's nature to hunt. No, it is in a man's nature to hunt. Go back to him. It's it's, it's in a man's nature to hunt. So... um, Naturally, this is just as it's in a woman's nature to seek the most suitable, the most suitable uh, male, whatever for her. You know, that's what even though it may not come off as that, but subconsciously, this is what she does. There's something in her that makes her filter throughout the men. Whatever she considers valuable to her is what she does to filter out through the niggas, right? And pick the right nigga that she thinks is right for her. But as men, naturally, we like to fuck. That's what we do. But unfortunately for us, we just can't we can't live up to that because, you know, um 
we have to be loyal to one woman and I understand the dynamics of that, but you have to understand it is in a man's nature to do these things. That's what's natural to us. So the reason why he cheats is that a woman can never meet up with a man's sexual appetite. And I'm going to explain why. If a man had it his way, if a nigga had it his way, that means if women did not care about uh, if if men didn't care about wearing clothes and impressing women and getting jobs and making money to attract or to 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 come off like they could support a family or whatever, because that's why we actually do it for the women. Mm. You know, I, even though niggas may deny this shit, everything is for the women to attract uh, 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 the most suitable women, the most attractive women. If we didn't have to do all that, if we had it our way, niggas would eat pizza, peace, a uh, piss. Shit, sleep, and fuck all day long to the day we die. To the day we die. Interesting. To the day we die. We'll stay in that room, open, crack the window, and it will just be a rotation of women all day long. So if we had it our way to the day we die. Interesting. And, and. And that's discouraging me. And. Wanting to have a husband. No, no, Thank no. It you. shouldn't discourage you. It is. This is no. biology. This is just biology. And it's okay. I don't want to be a part of that. And, and the thing is. You as a woman cannot meet up with that, it's so okay. that's why I be I be confused. No, no, no. Listen, listen. To what I'm saying. Listen, listen to what I'm saying. I'm trying to explain why this man is doing what he's doing. I'm not excusing him. I'm just explaining to you why he's doing what he's doing. Now, my whole thing is, as a man, that is that is him behaving naturally. I'm not saying that what that is right because he made a covenant, but that's what he is doing naturally. Right. Okay. I'm married. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just hypothetically, if I'm the married man, let's say you're in your period, but I want to fuck. And I can't, f- some women don't want to have sex on their period. What do I do as a married man? But I really want to have sex. What do I do? I sit there and fold my arms, right? I sit there and fold my arms. <laughs> I sit there and fold my arms, correct? Do you or do you go fuck? No, no, no. I'm just saying that's what is expected of a man because you want me to be faithful. I have to be faithful because we're married, right? I sit there and fold my arms. You're on your period. I can't do nothing. But I'm still expected to protect and provide. That's no excuse. No, no, no. I'm still expected to. That's no excuse. No, no, no. What I'm saying is it's not an excuse, but it's not a fair exchange. Unfortunately, we... The whole fairy tale, love, lovey dovey, or whatever, it don't exist. This is a business. And this is what you're trying to force me to get into. No, I'm not trying to force you to get into uh, anything. But oh. we're done. This has been an amazing episode. I fucking <laughs> love this show. I have a studio session tonight from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. in the morning. My engineer is on his way. We about to lay some tracks down. I got an EP coming out. You feel me? You know the deals, you know the vibes. It's the motherfucking streets just talking and we out.